Jack LaLanne once said, Exercise is king, nutrition is queen. Put them together, and you've got a kingdom. Get ready to have it all. This is the All for One Podcast. You're about to get honest, accurate information about training and nutrition to not only achieve your goals, but to go beyond. Go beyond. Everything you need to make it to the kingdom. This is the All for One Podcast. And now your host, personal trainer and nutrition coach, Aaron Armstrong. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the All for One Podcast here today. Uh, this is a health and fitness podcast where I do my best to answer questions, give tips and ways to overcome some of the problems that you and many other people may experience during their training and nutrition journey. Uh, now, in today's topic, it is Friday, so we're going to be doing a Q&A of a couple of questions that I've gotten off Instagram from you guys. And let's see how we can go with the, answering those today. Now, catching up with what's been happening in my life, I've just been getting back into the strength side of training, which has been surprisingly good. I've definitely been pushing it a little bit this week because I've been getting super excited, uh, getting back into everything. I took some time off due to, as you should know, some, not, I wouldn't say injuries, but let's say compl- complications in uh, on my body with my knees and my elbows and stuff, but they've been feeling much, much better, and I was actually able to push my limits quite a bit this week, which was super, super awesome. Uh, but yeah, today's Q&A, I'm going to be answering, are machines any better than doing free weighted, free weights, uh, and the difference between them? And then the next question is going to be, leg press difference, should you do both, or is one sufficient? And then the last one is going to be, how to find the motivation to keep counting calories? Uh, going through these questions, these are all really good questions, and if you ask someone who is in need of something like this to be answered, feel free to send me a message uh, at all for one underscore PT on Instagram. That is where I get all my questions and queries from. So if that is you, get on there, check it out, and get back to me. Uh, digging straight into the session today, I'm going to be answering, are the machines any better than doing free weights? Uh, everything kind of depends in the weight section room. I would say uh, a great place to start for people is definitely going to be the machines. Uh, this is because they offer a lot more support and stability. Uh, so getting used to the movements is going to be a lot safer and a lot easier done through a machine versus uh, in the free weights where there's a lot more room for error and there's more balance and all that sort of thing. So that is definitely the biggest difference between free weights and machines. I would say if your goal is more muscle building, you may lean a little bit more towards uh, machines over barbells and maybe even sometimes dumbbells uh, just for the purpose of you being able to load up a lot more weight effectively because you have so much more support on a machine than you do free weights, if that kind of makes sense. Uh, the machine kind of guides you in. You can only travel through a certain direction or a certain range of motion, whereas free weights, there's so many more factors like stability uh, and and uh, positioning that are a lot more important because you have to guide the weight yourself rather than just following it on like a rail track, which the machines love. Uh, this is really good for people with injury as well. Anyone that has very, very bad injuries or is trying to work around injuries, machines are going to offer a lot more support for you. And it's probably going to be in your best interest to use the machines uh, and to get the most out of your training in that scenario there. Now, when would we go into free weights? Well, you, I would say the goal is to be able to go through free, free weights pain-free uh, and to just be able to go through the movements 
uh, in general is going to be a should be a goal that people should strive for whether they are at the beginning of their training or they are deep diving in years into their training you should at least be able to go through movements but it very like i said it very much depends on the goal that you were trying to achieve i would say if you are looking to build the most muscle you should do your uh, machines plus your dumbbells more than your barbells um but yeah that's kind of the difference older people definitely find the machines a lot more safer as well because uh, it can be a mental thing as well you just want to make sure that you are going to be okay going through the movements and that you are at the least risk of injury which your machines will definitely pro um, provide for you but it is it does vary person to person like if you have someone uh, who's just starting out you take them into machines and you push them into barbells and then when they get more advanced you push them back onto machines with barbells so you try and find the balance between the two and that should give you the best outcome overall but it's yeah it's, it's a bit bit vague but it, it just depends uh if you give me a specific uh answer though or a specific scenario it'll be much easier for me to, to to answer that one for you um but yeah hopefully that helps differentiate them uh, now moving into leg press the difference between the 45 degree and the 90 degree leg press now again this is a really really great question uh, a lot of people kind of have different opinions about this but this is my personal opinion so the 45 is going to be a lot more challenging and it can be quite a lot more intimidating as well so it very much depends on the client say you have an older person uh, maybe them getting into position on the 45 is going to be very very difficult and it maybe even the weight is set too high for them to handle maybe they can only handle just their body weight and usually the 45 kilo uh, leg press weighs about 75 kilos just the pad that you push uh, and then any additional weight is obviously going to make that go up even higher so the difference between them obviously they're just at different degrees so instead of the weight coming down on you on the 45s and 90 degree is you're kind of pushing away from the weight uh, and it's a lot safer and a lot secure again and requires less flexibility and mobility to position yourself up onto that one now which one would i say has the capacity to build the most muscle this is just a another question that i'm kind of stemming from this original question definitely the 45 degree purely because you are able to progressively overload that one uh, a lot more i believe the max weight you can go up to on the 90 degree leg press is about uh, 100 and i'm gonna say 130 140 on the higher end uh, and then you are completely maxed out on that machine and you cannot go any further however on the leg press of 45 which is manual weight loaded by the way you put the weights onto it manually instead of um pin adjusting it like the other one um but the max you can put on this thing is like well over four five hundred kilos easily easily so the the room for growth on the 45 is going to be a lot more significant now which one is more safe I would say they are both pretty close to being as safe as possible because there's other safeties you can adjust on the 45s as well. Um, but the, there's definitely more room for error on the 45. So if you have someone who's not really paying attention or not really listening to your instructions on how to use it, I would recommend using the 90 degree one, especially for older clients or people with injuries as well, just because it's easier to get in and out of and easier to adjust up and down uh, as well. Uh, I hope that answers your question. And the last thing of that part was, uh, should you do both? Uh, it very depends on you. Like if you feel like it targets different muscle groups or you feel it better through one or the other, just go with whatever one you feel uh, most comfortable going through. And whichever one you enjoy the most is always going to be the better option. Now, this next question is a really 
Good question. This is how to find the motivation to keep counting calories. Uh, he says that his training is fine. He's very consistent, but it's just the calories that is the struggle part. Hey, man, I totally get it. Uh, I definitely struggled counting with my calories at the beginning. Uh, th I would say that you shouldn't jump your steps. That's what it kind of sounds like you're doing. Is there's, al there's always a process into getting into that extreme uh, of a breakdown of your calories. Uh, and the first step should be this. So you should uh, be trying to work out what your protein intake is for the day. And the, like I said, the easiest way to do this is to get your body weight in um, L in pounds. And then that is going to be a protein intake for the day. Uh, for an example, just so you're not confused, my body weight in kilos is at 92.93. And in pounds, it comes out to be like 215 or something. 215 pounds. And then that is the amount in grams of protein that you should be eating every single day uh, to, to stimulate that growth and that recovery for your muscles. Uh, I would start with the, the protein targets. Hit your protein targets daily every single day. And then you can work and track your calories a little bit deeper, only if you're able to sustainably hit your protein for the day as well. Uh, and the next step for me would more be protein target and then making sure that we are making better food quality choices. So... Uh, homemade stuff, meal prep, um, less sugary stuff, less processed, all that sort of thing. Whatever you find most enjoyable, though, is going to be the best way for you to do it. So if you need to throw some processed stuff in there because uh, you feel like you can't let go of it straight away, that is totally fine, man. Just do what you can manage and slowly build on it over time. Uh, and I would say allow yourself up to a few months to kind of fix this because they say, what, it takes 30 days to break a new habit or to stop a habit. Uh, so definitely allow yourself, I would say, on the higher end of like two to three months uh, to get fully adapted into hitting your protein target. And then, then you can pay attention to the other stuff. Now, you may never, this is like worst case scenario. No, I wouldn't say worst case, but you may never actually accurately be able to count or sustainably count your calories ever. And that's totally fine. Uh, as long as you are making better healthy food choices and you're hitting your protein targets, you should be getting a lot out of your training for sure. Um, so that is kind of how I recommend starting off with nutrition, especially if you struggle with keeping on top of your calories and everything. Uh, that is going to be the easiest way for you to get, to progress it and make sure that you are consistent with it and then just kind of see how that goes. Now, this next question is, is how do I make my training more interesting? Uh, this is a very, again, this is kind of a bit of a vague question, but it just depends on what you are setting out for yourself to do. If you have particular high expe expectational goals that you wish to achieve, uh, programming is going to play a huge role in how you get to where you want to be and how much you enjoy that programming also will be determined by the exercise variety that you have kind of uh, at your disposal. Now, if you are someone who does want to do the same workout uh, every single week, then it's going to be very difficult for you to be consistent with your training and achieve the goals that you're actually trying to hit. Now, there are variations of a lot of different things, and switching the variations throughout the weeks can also work as an alternative, but as long as you keep your programming kind of the same and just look for these better variations or similar variations, you should be fine. Uh, a key example is people not wanting to deadlift. You can do an RDL instead, and this is going to offer a very similar, similar stimulation to the hamstrings uh, as a deadlift would. Or looking at something like a prone leg curl, a seated leg curl, uh, just stuff like that that is going to load the, the hamstrings in a very similar way to a deadlift or RDL. 
you just rotate through as many variations as you can at the same reps at the same tempo at the same intensity and you should be able to achieve whatever you are looking for uh, other variations of this could be squats if you're sick of doing squats week by week you can do uh, lunges you can do back step lunges you can do uh, hack squats you can do leg press you can do stuff like that that's again going to stimulate the same area of muscle groups uh, to get you where you want to be let me give one more example i just covered like the big three i did deadlifts i did squats now do bench now bench is probably going to be one of the the funnest ones to play around with uh, again if you're sick of doing barbell bench press you can do a flat dumbbell press or you can do an incline dumbbell press or you have cable flies you have so many different variations of machines that you can use that are going to be really effective at doing the same thing. Uh, but kind of the, the issue is, and the most success will be found, is uh, staying, keeping everything programmed in uh, from biggest body parts to smallest body parts, if you're doing full body. Uh, and even if you're not doing full body, if you're doing upper lower, same thing. Do your hardest list at the beginning of your programming and just rotate the... Um, exercises as you go through this now if you are with a pt and you are wanting to kind of switch up your exercises week by week be prepared to be charged a little bit extra for that because it is a bit frustrating or it is a bit annoying having to do that so frequently for someone because if you were to just stick to uh, your programming you should be able to achieve your goals relatively easy um, but i understand that people get bored and people like to switch it up and that is totally fine um, but yeah, you should definitely try and stick to a program that is specified by your goals uh, for the overall best outcome. Um, so that's going to kind of be the wrap up for today's Q&A. Everyone, I hope that it answered your, I answered your questions uh, pretty easily. If anything is left uncertain or unclear, feel free to contact me at awful1 underscore PT on Instagram. Uh, but if I did a good job, please also share the podcast on Instagram and tag me and say, fuck yeah, man. You did a good job at answering my question. Thank you. Uh, I'd be greatly appreciated for that. Now, uh, anyone else, if you didn't hear me before, if you want to get in contact with me, follow me on Instagram at one underscore PT and let me answer any questions that you have. Uh, I'm always happy to answer questions for people and help them achieve their goals and whatever they have set for themselves a little bit better and more effectively. So do not feel shy. Reach out and I would love to talk to any of you. Um, but that's it for this episode. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. We're already in February, which is fucked. Um, but I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Goodbye. You've been listening to the All for One podcast. It's Aaron's passion to give you honest, accurate information. When it comes to training and nutrition, we want you to achieve your goals. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review it. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at all for one underscore PT. For questions, comments, or suggestions, send an email to all for one PT at gmail.com and find us on facebook at all for one pt we'll leave you with a quote from gabe grunwald it's okay to struggle but it's not okay to give up on yourself or your dreams